You are listening to a message from Victory Alabang. Get the latest updates by visiting victoryalabang.org or like us on facebook.com slash victoryalabang. We are on the last installment of our series entitled The Story of Us. Dito po kung saan pinag-uusapan natin ang uh, sinasabi ng Biblia. Or what uh, the Bible scholar would say, Biblical Anthropology. Pag-aaral po sa mga tao ayon sa Biblia. May sariling pag-aaral ang mundo, may sariling pa sinasabi ang Biblia. Ang tanong ngayon, alin ang mas paniniwalaan natin? Mas gusto kong paniwalaan ang sinasabi ng Biblia dahil hindi pa uso ang eskulahan, meron ang sinabi ang salita ng Diyos. At uh, mahalaga din po na maunawaan natin na ang mga bagay nito ay galing mismo sa sinabi ng Diyos at kanyang binanggit sa kanyang salita. And that's the reason why we want to have an understanding. We may not fully understand, but we have an understanding of God's plan and purpose for humanity. Um, now, how many of you are familiar with this uh, uh, TV uh, program? Actually, sa History Channel. Before, ang tawag puri, ang title nito is The King of Restoration. Okay? Pero in the long run, napalitan po naging American Restoration. Actually, ngayon nakakalungkot, wala na po siya. Now, yung nga sa gitna is Rick Dale. Okay? Itong si Rick Dale, and the story goes this way. Uh, yung pong mga tao would have vintage na mga bagay-bagay. Whether bike, cars, or name it, a signage, or gas pump, name it. Ano man po yung sa kanila vintage at sira-sira na, dadalhin po nila dito kay Rick Dale at sa buong niyang crew at i-restore po ng team na ito to its original thing, you know, intended purpose. Now, many times it will take them just days, sometimes weeks, sometimes even months uh, para po ma-restore yun. Ang nakatawa dito is that some of the people are even willing to pay, you know, ng higit pa dun sa total amount nung kanilang Nung, nung, nung kanilang pinaparestore. And, you know, pagka natapos po ito, well, alam po natin, if you're familiar with that, tuwang-tuwa po yung mga tao dahil napanumbalik niya yung dating itsura with the original parts or at least yung pinakamalapit doon sa original part. Now, this morning, what I'd like to, to share with you is not the king of restoration, but the king of kings of restoration. And that is none other than but the Lord Jesus Christ that our God is in the business of restoring our lives. Your life, my life, all together, God wanted our lives to be restored back to its original and intended purpose. Now, the question is this, bakit po mahalaga na dapat nating maunawaan ang mga bagay na ito? Now, if we will not understand God's purpose in our life, whether we believe it or not, we are wasting, actually, we have already wasted a lot of moments, time, even, I would say, resources, even yung, yung ating mga effort, because we are doing not according to what God has purposed us to do, but we have done it according to our own purpose. And this brings, actually, usually a result po ito to disappointments and frustrations. No satisfaction. Maring meron ka na-accomplish, pero for, the, for, the, for a while, you know, parang feeling mo may, meron ka ang na-accomplish. But in reality, wala, wala tayong satisfaction. Why? Because it was not in accordance with the original and intended purpose of God. Yun po ang pag-uusapan natin dito. And this restoration is actually a resort direct result of God's redemption in our lives. So, I may sound like boring ngayon, no? pero just bear with me. We'll go in with it 
in details and really see how God did it. So may I request every one of you to stand up, please, as we show respect, as we read the Word of God. And would you kindly uh, read with me out loud? If you have your Bibles with you, open to Galatians chapter 3. If you have your smartphone, click it to Galatians chapter 3. Let's read it. Verse 13. Christ redeemed us from the curse of the law by becoming a curse for us. For it is written, Cursed is everyone who is hanged on a tree. So that in Christ Jesus, the blessing of Abraham might come to the Gentiles so that we might receive the promise through faith. Father, we thank you again for your word. Thank you, Lord God, that your word will never return to you empty, but it will always accomplish whatever you please and it will always prosper the thing whereto you have sent it. Holy Spirit, we welcome you in our midst. You are and will always be our teacher in Jesus' name. Amen. The verses that we have read a while ago is actually the culmination of God's act of redemption through Jesus Christ. Now, the story of us revolves around, again, the biblical perspective ng ginawa tayo ng Diyos, lahat ng tao at lahat ng mga bagay dito, papano tayo nahulog dahil sa kasalanan at papaano tayo tinubos ng Diyos mula sa mga ito. Para mas maintindihan natin, gusto ko uling sariwain sa inyo nung unang panahon. Just imagine with me. Imagine with me that in the beginning, when God created everything, He used His Word. Lahat. From creating the heavens and the earth and almost everything, He just spoke the Word and the Bible says, and it was so. But when it comes to man, na iba po ang tema ng paglikha ng Panginoon. Hindi niyo binigkas ang katagang magkaroon ng tao at nagkaroon nga ng tao. Sa halip, ang nangyari po, mula sa lupa o sa alabok na nilikha ng Diyos, siya po ay humubog, hinubog niya ang tao ayon sa kanyang wangis at larawan. God made His hands dirty compared to the other creation na ginawa po niya. Why? Because man is God's crowned creation. Ito po ang pinaka-tampok sa lahat ng nilikha ng Diyos. God has placed so much worth and so much value nung nilikha niya ang tao. And when He created man, He did not just create man for the sake of creating man. Okay? Again, everything that God created, may mga kanya-kanyang purpose. Meron ang itinalagad. There's that original and intended purpose for everything that He had created, including man. Now, when the Bible says that God created man according to His image and likeness, tatlong aspeto. First is in the structural side. We're like God, meaning as far as God is concerned, we have freedom. Now, how many of you are glad that God did not create a robot when He created man? Wala pong excited. Aren't you glad that when God created you, He gave you that will, the freedom to choose. Now, what I love about God, si God hindi mamimilit. Tao, mamimilit. Ako, mamimilit ako. Kaya minsan, pagka may pinapagawa ako, pinipilit ko kayo. Bakit? Because there's always a tendency for us to be, you know, because we have the freedom to choose. You know, we just wanted to choose what we want to do or what we want to obey. When God created man in His image and likeness, part of that is the will. That's why, Whatever we do, ang gusto ni God, we'll do it simply because we want to, we love to, or we want to because we love Him. 
Even when you go here in church. Gusto ng Lord, pupunta tayo sa church not because wala tayong magawa paglinggo. Not because nakasanayan na natin pumunta paglinggo. Not because gusto natin magpacheck ng attendance kay Lord paglinggo para makahingi tayo ng anumang bagay na gusto natin pagkatapos natin magsimba. No, He doesn't want that. God wants us that if ever we would come to church, you know, we know kung anong reason natin because not just for us to get something but for us to learn more about God. Amen. Now, and the same thing. When we return the Lord's tithe, we give our offering, we serve God in the ministry. You know, God doesn't want us to do that simply because He said so. He wanted you and me to do that because we want to and because out of our gratitude towards Him. Of all the good things that He has done in our life, now, out of that gratitude, I'm not saying utang na loob because that's not in the Bible, you know. Pero ang gusto ng Panginoon, that we will be doing it because we love Him. And let me just say this. Let me just sidetrack a little. Let me say, let, let me encourage you. Stop going to church. Yeah, you heard me right. Stop going to church. But I want you to start to be planted in the church. It's one thing to go to church day in, day out, week in, week out, 11 in, 12.30 out, or minsan quarter to one, I believe God doesn't want us to just do it like as a routine, out of duty. But He wants us to be planted in the house simply because He wants you and me to grow deeper in our knowledge and relationship with Him, to grow deeper in our relationship with one another so that we would understand more what God has for us. And that's part of the purpose. Structural. He has given us freedom. He has given us His will. Morality. Now we understand between right and wrong. And after the structure, He wants us, or He created us in His image and likeness in the area of relationship. The Bible says, And God created man in His image, male and female, He created them. Obviously, the reason why God created male and female, number one, is for man to replenish the earth, to fill the earth once again. In short, as far as God is concerned, He wants you and me to be fruitful. That's part of the purpose. Okay? Gusto niya, ikaw ay fruitful. And also, I love this because I was, I was really trying to think, bakit niya ginamit yun in the area of relationship? You see, as husbands and wives, male and female, as husbands and wife, we ought to Complement, not complement, complement, C-O-M-P-L-E, not P-L-I, kasi iba yung complement. Complement is, ang bait mo naman, la, lagi mo kayo nuwian. That's complement. But when you say complement in the area of relationship, that means that whether your husband and wife or your, your parent-children relationship or friends or to other people, the purpose of God is this, that He wants you and me to in a way help the other people or help help the other person we speak value we speak worth to that person and in the same way so that that person would grow and progress in his life which means as far as God is concerned when it comes to relationship he wants you to learn how to speak value and worth sa ibang tao 
Not curse them, but bless them. Are you hearing me? You know, start to speak destiny to your children. Instead of saying, ang bobo mo naman, kanina ko ba nagbanan? Well, dalawa lang naman pwedeng pagmanahan yan. At kayo ang nakakalam. No, mas mahirap kung sa kapitbahay mo nagmana. No, delikado yun. You know? But what I'm saying is this. We need to complement other people. I believe God has given or nalilimutan ko na. Sino ang gumawa nung ano, ng Facebook? I believe God gave Mark the wisdom to create Facebook. How many of you merong Facebook? Hindi, palitan ko. Sino sa inyo dito walang Facebook? Face lang. Ang iba, puro book. Wala rin face. You know, naniniwala ako, binigyan ng wisdom ni, ni God, si Mark, na gawin yung Facebook. In fact, if my memory serves me right, one, one of the purpose of that is so that people can connect with their friends na nawala na yung, 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 yung connection nila. Like, you know, kaya nga naglagay siya ng mga pictures and everything and so on and so forth. That's the original intended purpose for that. Now, I believe Facebook was not created for people to rant. I believe Facebook was not created for people to dispose their garbage and their dirty clothes. I believe we as Christians, we can use Facebook to increase our influence so that we can share Jesus to other people. We may have that purpose, but my question is, where is our purpose aligned? Is it aligned to the Creator? Or just to us? Thirdly, not just the structure and not just the relational view, but even the functional view. What's the purpose of God for us? You see, when God created Adam, He placed him in the garden to tend it and guard it. Meaning, as far as God is concerned, one of the purposes of God in our life is to work and be productive. Maraming sinasabi ng Bible tungkol, tungkol sa work. That's why we had, even in the past, we had this, thank God it's Monday. You know, dahil yung iba, pinagpapasalamat lang pagka Friday na. You know, pag Monday, they don't thank God for Monday. But we, we thank God for Mondays. Sometimes I was thinking, you know, because I, I have also experienced this. Nagrireklamo din ako sa trabaho, even before I, I got full-time in the ministry, before I, I was teaching and I, part ako ng isang training team, and I was even a coach of a uh, sports. And nung ta- during those times, nakaramdam din ako ng wala na, wala na akong joy, na, you know, wala na akong satisfaction and everything. You know, and, and I started to I started to complain and, you know, ganito yung trabaho, ganito yung mga kasama ko. And God corrected me and He brought me back to the time when I was just looking for a job. And I still remember, I said, God, just give me a job. Anything. And when God gave me a job, I started complaining. Sabi mo sa katabi mo, wag mong gagayain si pastor. But isn't it funny that many times we have asked God for a job and when God gave us a job, we start complaining instead of blessing it. God wants us to be productive. He wants us, in fact, our purpose, again, part of the purpose when God created us is for you and me to become cultivators. The reason kung bakit ka nagbubungkal is because inihahanda mo yung lupa sa iyong itatanim. Tama po ba? Lalo na pag alam mo yung itatanim mo isang magandang bini at umaasa ka na meron itong magandang bunga in the future. So ikaw magbubungkal, tatanggal mo yung mga damo, yung mga bato, and then ilalaga mo yung lupa. Now, as part of God's purpose in our life, you and I, yun ang gusto ni pang, ng, ng, ng Diyos sa atin. 
We're all cultivators. Meaning, where, wherever God has placed you, He wants you to prepare that place and the people around the place to be productive. In short, we become the salt and the light of this earth. Amen. And so everything was said. You know, we were creating the image and likeness of God. But the sad part is that man fell. God gave the first command sa tao. Well, after creating everything, it was very good. And God said, you may eat of all the fruit here and the vegetable. But this one, the knowledge of good and evil, don't you ever eat of that fruit. Okay? And so they were not interested first, nung time na yon. And as we go along, in chapter 3, verse 1, dumating sa eksena ang ahas at ginamit ito ng jablo para lukohin or linlangin o tuksuhin ang tao. And the Bible says in verse 1 that among all the beasts, the snake or the serpent was the most subtle. And then, you know, we all know, diniscuss ito ni Pastor Francis last week, the tutuba na hindi niya pwedeng kainin. He questioned the word. That's how the devil would always do it and tempt us. He'll question the word of God. Totoo ba na hindi niya pwedeng kainin? Oh, hindi totoo yan. Alam ng Diyos na hindi totoo yan. You will not die. You know, he will not just question the word of God, but he will throw doubt sa isipan natin. Eh kung totoo mga nga, no? kung totoo ang God will shall supply your needs, ba't wala kang pera ngayon? O kung totoo ang God already healed you, eh bakit ngayon titigok-tigok, you know, tinatingan ka na. He will always throw doubt. And the last thing is that he started to offer something higher than what God offered. God said, when you eat of that fruit, you'll die. You will surely die. Literally in the Hebrew language, in dying you will die. Physical death, spiritual death. But anyway, sabi ng demonyo na, ah, you will not die. God only knows that when you eat of it, your eyes will be open and you will be like Him, knowing good and evil. Tataka ko eh, ito yung mga naglaro sa isip ako. When the serpent was talking to Eve, hindi kaya nagtaka si Eva, bakit nagsasalita yung serpent? To cut the story short, they fell. They ate of the fruit and fell. And the Bible says, now, this is what sin will always produce. Number one, after sinning against God, and God looked for Adam and Eve, when God asked him, where are you? Again, in explain na yon, tatlong question, where are you? And who told you? And what have you done? I'm just imagining, kung sana si Adan at si Eva humingi na lang ng forgiveness kay Lord, malamang na iba istorya. Posible ba? Kasi hindi they play the blame game. I believe with all my heart that when we understand God's image in us, that would give us the proper perspective and purpose in life. We have wasted a lot of resources, time, energy, effort, name it. And we are doing a lot of things outside the purpose and the plan of God. We are God's image bearers that has worth and value to live His purpose here on earth. Let me just challenge you to somehow go along and go back to the purposes of God so that at least we may minimize yung disappointments and frustrations natin sa buhay nito. Dahil doon nakasalala yun. And you see, in the same way, ang kasalanan po, it will always appeal to the flesh. Haven't you noticed ang kasalanan laging masarap? Bakit? Pag hindi masarap ang kasalanan, walang gagawa. 
Ganon siya katuso, ganon siya katsapto. Now, ang gusto ng kasalanan is, you know, pag nag-appeal sa flesh natin, matrap tayo to its consequences. And Francis, uh, you know, said uh, last week that we may choose our sin, but we cannot choose our consequences. The consequences of that. Pwede tayong mamili ng kasalanan, pero hindi natin mapipili kung anong pwedeng maging bunga ng kasalanan na yon. And what had happened that? During that time, it produced what? It produced curse. They were cursed. And I'll go back to that later. It produced shame, fear, and isolation. Isn't it true that when we sin against God or against anybody, nahihiya tayo, natatakot tayo, nagtatago tayo. Why? Because that's always the product of sin. And the worst is that they were cursed. Pero isang bagay na pagpapasalamat ko sa Diyos, si Lord hindi nang laglag sa ere, hindi niya iniwan ng tao. Sa kabila ng kabutihan na ginawa ng Diyos, at ang tao'y nagrebelde at sumuway sa kanya, kung ako ang Diyos, patayin ko yung dalawa, gawa uli ako ng tao para walang hirap. But no, when He created Adam and Eve, though they fell, though they disobeyed and rebelled against God, because of His great love, He did not leave them on that state. But what he did, he started to declare his plan. He started to declare, again, the purpose and the plan to redeem man. Now, it may not sound again exciting for us, but what does redemption really mean? How do we play our part on the next things that will take place? Now, first and foremost, I'd like to say that God's act of redemption results to man's restoration. Redemption. When you, when you hear the word redemption, ano yung mga naglalaro sa isipan niyo? Like, kunyari, sa Tanchan, di ba? Pagka meron ka na win a prize, punta ka sa redemption center, ipagpapalit mo yung Tanchan, do sa prize. Tama ba? Or, pag sinabing redemption, pag tutubos, what comes immediately to our mind is yung sanla. Nagipit ka, sanla ko muna to, okay, Magbibigay ng appraisal, bigay sa impera, binigyan ka ng certain day, kailangan bago dumat o bago lumagpaso, mabayaran mo to. Kung hindi, ano mangyayari doon sa sinanla natin? Ang tawag doon? Uh, rimata. Rimata. Hindi, na pag, hindi mo na pag-aari yun. Now, in a way, ganun yung nangyari sa atin. When we sin against God, in a way, we have pawned our lives to the devil. Sinanla na natin. Yung ating kala. We may not fully understand, but that's the truth. That's the reality of it. And that's the reason why the devil has his right to do anything. Laban sa atin. Why? He owns us. Because all of us, all have seen and fall short of the glory of God. Now, ngayon, eto maganda na ito. When we talk about redemption, the ultimate result of redemption is not just you and me going to heaven. Now, if that's the case, parang wala namang masyadong, oh, well, we're always waiting for, for the time na punta tayo sa langit. You know? Lahat tayo maasa doon. Pero may matagal pa yon. Mali ba lang gusto niyo nang umuna? Alright? Tulad last night, you know, I had a memorial service uh, isa sa mga leaders natin. Pero, well, what do we like? You know, death is inevitable. Lahat tayo darating doon. Whether you like it or not, kahit na ano pang uh, 
uh, youth potion o pampabata o serum o whatever. Ang gawin mo, we will all die. And when we die, then that would be the, the real issue of life. Where will you spend eternity? Smoking or non-smoking? It depends kung saan But the point is this. The good news is that redemption, it talks more than just us going to heaven. It talks about more than just us escaping hell. No. Dahil kung yun ang pag-uusapan natin, very frustrating kasi ang tagal pa nating mabubuhay dito sa mundong ito. At least. What's the use na pupunta ka sa langit? Kung ngayon naman, nagdurusa ka na. Let me just submit that to you. What's the use of God promising us that with long life, He'll give us long life, long satisfied. Kung within that long life, eh nagdurusa naman tayo. Now, that is where part of that redemption comes man's restoration. How many of you would like to be restored the way God has intended you to be? Blessed, strong, healthy, blessing to others. You take control of everything that's taking place. How many of you would like to experience that? I don't know if you don't like to experience that, something is wrong. I'd like to experience that. But again, reality bites. We're not experiencing it. We're not experiencing to be fruitful. We're not experiencing really to complement other people. We're not experiencing to be cultivators, to help other people become productive and fruitful in their life. We're not experiencing it. And for me, these are the first things that God wants to restore in your life and in my life. Could you imagine, you know, yung ultimate redemption natin? This is the ultimate redemption. You can read that in the book of Revelation. You know, it says, new heavens and new earth. No more sin, no more sickness, no more death, no more pain. Could you, could you imagine that? Mawawala ning rayuma, sakit puso, stroke. Tatanggalin na ni Lord. Could you imagine that? Na wala ng pollution, wala ng corruption. Could you imagine living in that kind of life? Again, the question is, sana nga, pastor, ngayon na. Pero matagal pa. Kaya ang tension ko sa inyo, what are we going to do today? Yun lang. What are we going to do today? Because our life is so boring sa panahon natin ngayon. Redemption is a done deal. But restoration is ongoing. Let me say it again. Redemption is a done deal. Good news is this. You have been redeemed. If you have accepted Jesus in your life, you're already redeemed. For sure, punta ka sa langit. Pero andito ka pa eh. And habang nandito ka, God is doing something to restore you. And that's a good news. He's doing something to restore you, but He cannot do it unless we participate. I mean, God in His power, He can snap His finger and say, be restored, and we're restored. But He doesn't do that. He wants our agreement. He wants our participation so that 
what he's doing in us will take place. Now my question is, are we willing to participate with what God is doing? That's a big question. Let me just go back. When they sinned, God didn't leave them ng ganun lang. He started to declare his plan of redemption. And he was talking to the serpent. Serpent, he said, I will put enmity between you and the woman and between your offspring or your seed and her seed. And sabi rin sa uli, he shall bruise your head and you shall bruise his heel. Tawag ng mga Bible scholar dyan, Proto-Evangelium, the first gospel ever preached. Amen. Okay, that was during Adam and Eve pa lang. Now, nung narinig ito ni Adam at saka ni Eve, at naniniwala ako, lalo na si Adam, he got excited. He believed it. And for that, he was saved. Mamaya, I'll explain why. You know, because when this prophecy, when this promise was given, ito yan, bad news. Bad news is that forever we will be in struggle with the devil. In this lifetime, we, there will always be an ongoing struggle with the enemy. But the good news, what's the good news? The good news is, Jesus already won the victory and we are on the winning side. That's the good news. Why did I say that? Because again, going back, it says, Christ has redeemed us, tinubusan tayo, from the curse of the law. How? By being made a curse for us. He was not cursed. Man was cursed. But he took the curse, took it upon his body, and nailed it on the cross. The Bible says, He was wounded for our transgression. He was pierced for our iniquity. The chastisement of our peace was upon him. And by his stripes, we were healed. The Bible declared that Jesus, He became poor. So that in His poverty, you and I might become rich. Isn't that good? And the question is again, Pastor, but why is it that we're not ex- experiencing that? That's the good question. Because the next thing is, are we participating in what God is doing in our lives? Haven't you noticed? Many times, if not most of the time, we always wanted the best from God, but we're not willing to give our best to God. That's ironic. What you search, what you're going to reap. Uh-huh. Nakikita niyo po ba to? Just bear with me on this because this is a teaching type and, and I want you to understand these things. You know, the Bible clearly states that the Father, God, made Jesus to be a sin offering for us so that we might become the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. He redeemed us totally from the curse of the law. When he was nailed on the cross and he shouted, It is finished! You know what? What it simply means it is finished? It's a done deal. Man is being restored at that moment. Through his life, death, burial, and resurrection, it sealed our redemption. Wala nang pwedeng magbura noon. Nakasell na yon. Yung redemption yun, sellado na yun. It is an act of grace. We have nothing to do with that. Si Lord lang ang pwedeng gumawa. Yung redemption, sikat lang. Pero yung restoration, kasama ka at ako. Na, nakukuha niyo po? At doon ngayon, naglalaro ang mga bagay-bagay. That's why, clearly, it is an redemption. is God's act of grace. That results to man's restoration. Nung nangyari po yun, sabi ron, ang promise niya, so that 
Christ Je- the, in Christ Je- the blessing, sabi niyo nga blessing. Haven't you noticed walang S? Hindi sinabing the blessings. Pero sinabi lang the blessing of Abraham might come to the Gentiles. You know what that blessing is? Kasi when we talk about blessing, ang nasa isip lang natin, pera, bahay, bagong bahay, bagong kotse, mga ari-arian and everything. Man, those things are good, but these, yung, yung mga bagay na yun, pera, these are the least form of blessing that can come from God. You can have money and still be sick. Maring marami kang ari-arian and still you're always in the hospital. Maring mayaman nga tayo, pero wala naman tayong kapayapaan. What's the use of that blessing? May mga bagay, hindi kayang bilhin ng anumang material na bagay. But the blessing here na sinasabi is more that it goes beyond the material blessing. It talks about Jesus. The blessing of Abraham because that is what Abraham wanted. He wanted to be the father of many nations. God gave him a promise. You, I'll give you a blessing. That is none other than but the Lord Jesus Christ himself. Through, kinaayin sa ak, hanggang sa generations na ang, ang lumipas dito. God's act of righteousness results to man's restoration. We have a part to play. That's why even Paul, he said that we are God's workmanship created for what? Good works. When you talk of good works, again, I'm not talking about doing good works to be saved. We do good works not to be saved, but because we're saved. Pero what is this good works na sinasabi rito? Good works, when it comes to restoration, has something to do with you and me agreeing with God for our restoration. Let me say again. The good works here says He has prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. The good works here talks about you and me agreeing with what God is doing in our lives right now. Right now. For our restoration. Church, may kinagawa ang Diyos sa bawat isa sa atin para mapanauli niya yung original at ended purpose so that we might truly enjoy the blessings of God. Okay? Now, I'll cut some of mine and let me just give you the story. What was the curse? When Adam and Eve sin, di ba? Sabi niya, curse. Ito nga, una, kinurse niya yung, yung, yung ahas, di ba? Sabi niya, ano sabi niya sa ahas? Mula ngayon, gagapang ka na. So, it just made me think. Malamang, nung bago magkasala si Ebatadan, yung ahas may paa. Una, sa verse 1 ng chapter 3, tinawag siyang beast. Tapos dito, part ng sumpa. Ngayon, gagapang ka. Kaya ahas lang ang gagapang. He said, I'll put enmity between you. Okay, bag tayo sa babae. Sabi niya sa babae, ano naging sumpa sa babae? You'll now have what? Pains sa childbirth. Which means, listen, the curse there implies that as far as the devil is concerned, he will always do everything to stop you from being fruitful. At ano pa yung sinabi ron? Ito yung original Hebrew, sabi niya. And you will desire to control your husband. Wives, that is a curse. When wives desire to control their respective husbands, that is a curse. And so you know what God did? God said in Ephesians chapter 5, Wives, submit to your husbands. Now wives, do you want God to restore your original purpose? You see, that's the reason why God 
told Paul, Paul, tell the wives to submit to their husband. Listen, in everything, God is restoring us to its, our original intended purpose. And we have to come in agreement with God or else the restoration will not take place. And when the, the restoration doesn't take place, it affects the way we live, not just the way we live, but even the blessings that we receive. We're out of order. Now, in terms of fruitfulness, maraming beses, basahan yung Bible, God has promised fruitfulness. Even yung pains of childbirth. Listen, wives, if you're, pero if you're praying for, for, for God to give you a child or children, you read Psalm 128, the promise of God, your wife will be as fruitful as a vine. And your table will be surrounded with children. Ibig sabihin nun, ma, baka makababae na tayo. I, mean, I don't know what, but, but this excites me. This excites me. You know. And then again, instead of desiring to control the husband, sabi niya, why I want you to submit. And ano sabi sa lalaki? And your husband will rule over you. That's a curse. Husbands, if we are ruling over our wives, that is a curse. That, that is not a macho image. And what did God do about that? In the same chapter, he said, Husbands, you love your wife. And it's also interesting that husbands were commanded by God to love their respective wives three times. Well, the wives only was only commanded once to submit. Parang lugi tayo, mga lalaki. We're talking of restoration here, man. It says, because the wife desired to control the husband, nagretaliate si husband. The husband will rule over his wife. But when the wife submit to the husband, what will the husband do? Love his wife three times. Now, actually, hindi pa yun. Dito, mapapapalakpak maramil babae. Which means, pakigayin ito mga kapatid. It means, listen, wives, husbands, the wife will easily submit if the husbands will love them. Oh, ito mo yun mga babae, may hiyaw pa dun eh. That's how God is restoring it. <laughs> relate na relate ka <laughs> and so on and so forth my point is this how did God affirm that restoration number one he provided for it one of Sabidus of verse 21 that God made covering for Adam and Eve remember when they sinned diba gumawa lang sila nung, nung, nung fig leaves alam niyo nakakita na ba kayo ng fig leaves alam niyo yung figs Figs, fig, vavoy. <laughs> Alam niyo, yung fig leaves, para siyang ano, may dahon siya. Pero ang dahon nun, hindi buo. Hindi katulad ng dahon ng saging. Dahon ng saging buo, pwede mong pantakip, di ba? Yung, yung, yung fig leaves, hindi, ano, hindi buo. At yun lang yung pinantakip ni Adam and Eve. Ang sabi ni God, hindi sapat yan. He intervened, made a provision. For that restoration, you know what God did? God killed the first animal and blood was shed on the ground, which is a foreshadow of what Jesus will do on the cross for you 
and me. It was continuous. Even see Abel and Cain. Why, why was Abel's offering more accepted than Cain? Because Abel offered what? The firstling, animals. While Cain offered what? The first fruit of the ground. And didn't you notice that the ground was cursed? So everything that the ground produced was cursed. And then, even during the time of Abraham, when he offered his son Isaac on the altar, and then God stopped him and said, Abraham, stop! No! Now I know that you will not withhold anything from me. A foreshadow. What Abraham did, the Father God did to Jesus. Until the law of Moses came, wherein they required for anyone who sinned against God to offer sacrifice, animals, blood has to be shed. And Hebrews 9.22 says, without the shedding of the blood, there is no forgiveness of sin. And Jesus fulfilled everything from the first to the last. Isa isa. Ginawa niya. Why? Because he wants you and me to be redeemed and he wants you and me to be restored. Amen. Praise God. Not just his provision, but even his protection. God grace it with his protection. Pinali sila. Alam niyo ba't sila pinali? Sabi, dahil nagkasala na sila, baka makain yung bunga ng puno ng magpasawalang hanggan. The tree of life. Baka makain. Now, imagine niyo kung nakain na Ebat Adan yun, could you imagine si Ebat Adan, kasama niyo rito, umati ng service, malamang sila yung sumay, Yes, pastor, preach it. Are you still here with me? And listen, bakit kailangan paalisin sila doon? Dahil pag nakain nila yun, hindi sila mamamatay. Anong kinalaman nun? Pag hindi sila namatay, ibig sabihin nun, hindi rin pwedeng mamatay si Jesus para tubusin tayo sa ating mga kasalanan. At pag hindi namatay si Jesus para tubusin tayo, hanggang ngayon, nandun pa rin tayo sa kasalanan at patutungo sa impyerno. Isn't God good that He protected man from the very beginning? Come on, give the Lord a praise for you. Now, to end it all, as simple as, redemption is God's act of grace so that man can be restored through their participation. Now, I appeal to you as I end. Agree with God. I appeal to you. Agree with God. May ginagawa ang Diyos ngayon. You know it. May ginagawa siya sa buhay mo. May mga bagay na dinidil siya ngayon sa'yo. If you're a Christian, I know you understand me. May mga areas sa life mo ngayon. Even I myself, I know God is dealing in some areas of my life. Pero He wants you and me to come in agreement and participate with what He's doing in us. Or else, the restoration will never take place. Kahit sabihin natin, Christian tayo, our life will still be in a mess. And God wants to change that mess so that it can, it can be a message for other people. If we will not come in agreement with God for what He's doing in us to change us, to restore us, then we will still be living in this chaotic world Nothing new, nothing 
has changed. That's why when you became a Christian, you became a new creation. And as a new creation, the Bible says the old has passed, the new has come. But He wants you and me then after that to renew our mind. And not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of our mind. Why? So that we may know, we may experience what is that good, acceptable, and perfect will of God. Now, as a new creation being renewed in our mind, now He expects you and me to obey. Not because we have to, not because He just wants to. He wants you and me to obey so that the restoration will now take place to its original and intended purpose. And at the end of the day, it will still be for your good. Philippians 1.6 says, there's a promise. And I am sure of this, says Paul, that He, God, who began a good work in you, will put it into completion till the day of the Lord Jesus Christ. What is God trying to do in your life right now? What is He dealing with you? In you? You know it. I know you know it. Maybe it has, it's in the area of loving other people. Maybe it's in the area of patience. I don't know. Maybe if there's some, God is dealing with your forgiveness. Maybe to some, God is dealing with your past and He's telling you, Forget the past. Do not consider the things of old. Forget it. I'm doing a new thing in your life. And we're stuck in that past. It's haunting us. What is God dealing with you right now? What's the good thing that God is doing in your life right now? Maybe to some, it's in the area of finances. You've been worrying so much about your finances and still in the past, you have experienced God's faithfulness to always provide for you. I don't know. What is He dealing in your past? Only you know. Now my challenge for you is, will you be willing to tell God, Lord, finish what you've started in me. Let's just pray, Father, in Jesus' name. Thank you. Your promise is you'll put it into completion. The good thing you've started in us, you'll put it in God, but I pray, give us the grace and the strength that we may be able to come in agreement with you and participate in the restoration process. Lord, we cannot do this alone. You have redeemed us, but now we have a part to play for our restoration. It will not happen automatically because we're Christians, no God. Thank you. I even pray, God, give us the wisdom, knowledge, and understanding so that we may overcome it. And thank you, Lord God, because we're hopeful that we will be restored to our original and intended purpose in this life. Just close your eyes, everyone. You're here. And you know that God is dealing some areas of your life. Would you just raise up your hands? Yes, thank you, Lord. Thank you for those hands. Thank you for being honest. No looking around. Just, just mind your own thing. Lord, I lift up to you these people who have acknowledged, who have faced the truth and reality that they need you. 
God, thank you even for allowing them to understand and know that you're dealing some things in their lives. But now, I pray, Father God, by your grace, give them the strength to obey. And Lord, I'm declaring that as they willingly obey you, they will eat the best of the land. So, Father, I thank you right now. Lord, we even ask for your forgiveness, oh God. If we have rebelled against you, if we become stubborn in this area of our lives, God, forgive us. We repent, oh God, we repent. We repent, Lord. Help us, help us, oh God. And Jesus, thank you that you are full of grace and truth. And that grace will continue to change us. And the Bible, and you said in your word, God, if the Son of Man if the Son of Man truly sets us free, then we will be free indeed. So Father, we receive that grace right now. Just say, God, I receive your grace. I receive your grace. I receive the wisdom. He said, His grace is sufficient for you. And His grace is made perfect. His strength is made perfect in your weakness. Father God, let it be done according to their faith. And we receive it right now. In Jesus' name, amen, amen, praise God.